Hi, I'm Master Trooper Gary Cutler. And I'm Sergeant Blake White, and we are with the Colorado State Patrol. And this is podcast number three. We've got some great things coming up on this one. Uh, it's winter now, and we're going to be looking at bad winter driving videos. So those are always fun to see. And we're going to tell you a little bit about, you know, what you should be doing instead of the bad driving. Awesome. But I think we need additional stuff all the time. I right? know you do. I th and think so you always think we need additional we stuff and hosts. And So I was looking around and I came across, we now have an on-air sign. So everybody knows that we're on I don't air. even know if that's on. I think it's supposed to light up. It, it is on. It's very light. It's very light. And I love the uh, random chains hanging off of it yes. as well. Well, you know, when you get it for free, that's about what you get. So we're on air. Colorado State Patrol Podcast. Troopers with a microphone. Now we're in for it. It's roads less travel. With Blake and Gary. I think they're ready. So I'd like to welcome you to our third podcast. And uh, I know on the last one, I told everybody that uh, we were going to do the decals, but uh, we opted for donuts. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll be honest, um, I didn't realize these uh, donuts were for later on you brought him in and uh, i appreciate you bringing them um i got into mine yeah he dug into them and ate them one so yeah that was so that was but great. we did have donuts we decided that uh donuts and coffee were a good one there um hold on I'm, okay you having problems yes i'm having a lot of problems <laughs> all right so i'm gonna uh eat one here and just see how it goes do i have to watch these <laughs> well you don't have to watch them but you know I but, can hear you. I can hear you chewing too. It's like I'm not donuts, mm, man. Yeah, it's, that's why I already a, got into mine. It's um, a donut, but I can see why people apart. don't really actually eat these on because they're messy. No. So, all right. No, I'm not messy. Thank goodness we got, got that out of the way here. Boston cream or whatever. Yeah, I know. Fine. You got the good one. You, he left me the other. I already ones. had a, a chocolate one yesterday. <laughs> we were having cord problems today. This is great. So. All right. So anyways, we will hit the uh, the decal at some point. What we like to do is uh, kind of hit some of the uh, topics that are going on at the time. And so this one, we decided we do, uh, um, we're going to look at the videos of crashes and things like that. So that's what we wanted to get on here. But but first, we had a birthday and we need to talk about that. We did. Yes. That. Yes. Neither neither of our birthdays. No. Recently. No. Yeah. But we, we did have another birthday. Right. And it's, it's the state patrols. Um, we turned 85. Yay. Right. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. I hope everybody's singing uh, it right that's now. That's right. You know, uh, we had donuts instead Should of cake. Pause? Should we pause and listen? No, I don't hear any. No, it's not doing it. So, well, if we had some balloons or something, maybe, oh. or, you know, <laughs> you always think of these things afterward, you know, we could have easily know. done like confetti, some party oh, poppers in here, really all great. kinds of things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with it being the 85th, we, uh, we did get some presents though. They, yeah. uh, they, they designed us. some new stuff. So why don't you tell them about that? Yeah. So I brought in, um, a couple things actually. So we got a, uh, 85th anniversary patch, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, it's black and white. It's a little bit based off of our, uh, old patch that we had. And then at the bottom we got 85th. So I think that's pretty cool. Hopefully you can see that one. And then prior to that, I also have the 80th patch cause mm -hmm. I am a patch collector, but I keep all this <laughs> stuff. So this is our 80th anniversary patch. We also had some cars that we did. Mm -hmm. I think I saw one of those recently, which is kind of really? surprising. Yeah, those, uh, they're still around. We go through cars pretty quick because we put a lot of miles on them. Um, prior to that, this was actually a patch that we wore uh, before 2000s. I don't mm -hmm. know exactly when we switched over, but this was our old patch. And then finally our current patch. So I've got one of uh, one of everything. 
Yeah. So I keep those in my office typically. I you know, display those along with all my coins and everything. Those are always good. I won't be around here for the uh, the next patch, so maybe. I'll well, we hope you're here. around, just not around the job. <laughs> Nothing against you. No, um, I don't, I'm not planning on dying or anything. No. No, but, uh, we just we we hope you're, you're retired you're and, retired, and happy yes. at that point. That's exactly it. So I'm I'll probably still be in. here. You will. You know. I'm yeah. never gonna retire. I'll just because yeah. I'll still look <laughs> still look like this. So I might as well just keep working. I'm like, oh, he's finally yeah. old enough to be a cop. Eat so. enough of these donuts, then you will have to retire. That's Oh. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, my well, heart will with, stop. And with the the 85th anniversary here, uh, it got us uh, thinking about some things too. And uh, we looked into the history of the state patrol, and it's amazing yeah. that you could actually function back then. I mean, a lot of us go, "Well, how did we do anything without the internet?" But they had stuff that uh, you wouldn't even consider. So we've got radios in our cars, and they didn't have those back in the day. Um, we started back in 1935, and the way that they were actually told of of calls was somebody would raise a flag they had predetermined places so and these were just like from my understanding it was like colorado residents yeah they were residents that would some, do this some gas stations sometimes mm -hmm. and what they do is they would get a call that said hey put the flag up and then when a state trooper drove by they go oh the flag's going pull in and find out what so if you had a and they'd have to radio you know, in at that point or they'd well, have to they'd call, call in, in. Yeah. they'd have to call in at that point because they didn't have you know, yeah, we didn't even get radios. I think it was until like the 40s. Well, you know, and, so. and what was interesting about the initial radios is it, with this whole flag system and everything, once they finally got radios, it would only go one way. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even know how far it would go <laughs> if the officer was listening. They'd send that message and hope that they heard it. But there was yeah. no way to confirm it or, or talk back. And that came later on, which mm -hmm. pretty crazy when you think about it. Yeah, 911 would have just... Those guys would have fallen over backwards with that kind of yeah. technology. So, yeah. so we have moved forward, and uh, fortunately, we can get to you a lot faster than uh, they used to be able to. But that's just one of the the neat things that they had back in the day. Maybe we'll hit some more of those uh, in our next time or, or throughout the the podcast that we have. Yeah, yeah, definitely, really cool. All right. Well, um, well like I said, we've got some uh, some videos that we're going to look at, but um, it's about uh, driving in winter weather, yeah, just snow and all that stuff. And so why don't you go over some of the things that people should have in their cars before we get into that situation? Yeah. So before, I think before we talk about winter weather is the whole winter preparedness, mm -hmm. which should be done before the winter weather. Um, if you are already snow covered in your vehicle, it's probably a little late, but you could still do it. Um, make sure that you're getting proper tires. That isn't, that is definitely an investment, but you need to have proper tires because that's going to keep you safe. Right. And I would say that I, you know, I like to say I'm a tire expert because yes. I, I do know an awful lot about yeah. tires. I've spent a lot of time researching tires. He has. And and that's where I want to hit the, the point on it. So on our YouTube channel here, if you're watching that through there, um, we have a traction law and chain law section that he did, which he did a really good job of. It gives you a lot of explanation of what you should have uh, tire wise and for alternative traction devices and things like that, what you need to go up into the mountains on I-70. Yeah, on I-70 and other areas whenever CDOT implements it. But yeah, check out that video. Um, tires are key. I mean, you gotta have, if you're in Colorado, you gotta have all seasons or all weather or snow tires, you know, depending on the time of year, um, but get the proper tires. And then also, you know, have your vehicle prepared that if you are stuck in a snowstorm, if there's a blizzard, which it happens, sometimes people get stranded because there's just whiteout conditions, something happens, you're in an incident, or you're just stuck in traffic because of crashes or something, you're not going anywhere. Have some blankets, warm clothes, uh, some food, water. Obviously, as we talk about communication, cell phones. So if you're going to have a cell phone, maybe mm -hmm. make sure when you're going out on those tracks, having a backup charger, uh, more than just a car charger, because 
there are going to be times you don't want your car running that whole time. It can be actually dangerous to be sitting there if you got a snowstorm and your car running. You don't want to mm-hmm. create any issues with uh, you know bad air coming in. So yeah. I would say a battery pack is always great. And then if there's anything else, um, you know, specifically, I know you are a, a big shovel guy. I am. I you know, and you've said it before. We have used our shovels a lot. We've dug people out because you're not always just going to be off the side of the road. You could be just stuck on the road. And it's great to be able to scrape down just in front of the tire there, either get it down to the asphalt or concrete or be able to throw some gravel rocks, whatever it is to get it that traction so you can get going. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to take up your whole trunk. They have some really compact shovels. I know, uh, I was at Costco and saw some, I about mm-hmm. bought some for my personal car too. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we carry shovels in our patrol cars and we have used them plenty of times, but having that is really helpful. If you were in a bad situation, just getting it out of the way so your car can get rolling. Uh, that's pretty awesome to have. It so, is, you know. Yeah, and so just go through and make sure you, you have that stuff, I would say. Yes, and if you're looking for any Christmas gifts for me, I could use a new shovel. I so. will give you one out of my patrol car. I, I would rather have a new one. I know you'd rather have a new one. <laughs> um, we do use it, them. You know, It's not a some, white elephant gift. <laughs> well, we use it for roadkill, so it might smell a little yeah. bit like a skunk or something. I, I might get my own here. Hey, you can't be picky. Oh, well, if that's if, what if, you're asking for, if I, I give you a used shovel, that's what I... I would like a new Christmas shovel. It has character. My shovel has character and you're going to have... smells. It. No, it's... Uh, I put fires out with mine, you know? Yeah, exactly. So we do it's, use them. You know, it's, I have a, a wide range. Of, if you take what we've done with our shovels, we have a lot of different jobs we've So had. get a shovel. Get a shovel is get what Gary's saying. That's right. Get a Year shovel. round, you can put out <laughs> fires. You can uh, get out of the snow. Uh-huh. You can... Uh, chase off bears. You know? I wouldn't chase a bear off with a shovel, but Gary does. Uh, there are other methods that are more yeah. effective, but yeah. yeah, great tool. So anyway, just make sure your vehicle's prepared. Get uh, washer fluid in there so that uh, if you were driving down the roadway, you can see proper wipers that are actually going to clear it and not just smear a mess across your windshield. Mm-hmm. Those basic things that you need to have year round are really important in winter when you've got reduced visibility, you need to be paying attention. All these things come into play that we preach yes. um, because the weather just adds another problem onto it. So, mm-hmm. And we wanted to hit our, our pet peeve though of clearing off the snow off oh, the yeah. top of the vehicle. Yeah. If get a snow broom or something. I, yes. was, I was just looking at those. You can get, uh, you know, I've got one for my cars. It's a big blue kind of foam thing that you can actually get all the snow off. That means off the roof, off of all of the windows, off of the hood, all those places, because mm-hmm. it both keeps you safe as well as other people. So you can see out of the car, see other people, as well as not leave a trail of your own blizzard as you're driving down the roadway. Right. And I've, I've seen it where people come up to a stop sign and all of a sudden all that snow comes right down on top of the uh, windshield there and it's too thick at that point they can't even scrape it off with the windshield wipers so they've got to talk to me about that as to why they they allowed that because that is a dangerous thing so at that point they either have to continue continue to stay inside or in the uh, the lane there blocking it or they're going to do something worse and they're going to drive through where they can't see so they yeah. can get off and, and try and do that so both of those are bad so make sure you do that before you get into the car. Yeah, and I know that's our pet peeve. I know that's a lot of drivers' pet peeves is you see these people where they have the porthole um, yes. you oh, know, cleaned off uh, of their windshield and they don't even get any of the windshields. They don't even get the full windshield. No. It takes a couple minutes, cleared off for your safety, everybody else. Yes. That is huge pet peeve of ours. You, you get a large lecture from me and a ticket. So Yeah, so yeah. the windows are required. You got to be able to see out of the windows. Mm-hmm. Yes. The roof is a smart, safe, courtesy thing. It's not necessarily a law violation. But yeah, because there's a lot of times you can't see anything when those things are blowing back no, at it you. Is, yeah, way, it's so. like your own little blizzard you're creating. It is, yeah. And that's not in a good way. No, yeah. not singing songs and no, roasting yeah, marshmallows. Yeah, so. No, don't do that. 
All right, so I have uh, got a couple of uh, videos I put together. Uh, this is the people that are not driving correctly. And so we wanted to show you kind of what people are doing when it's uh, bad weather out there, bad roads. And uh, we wanted to just kind of talk about it of what, what they're doing wrong and what you should be doing in that. So here's the first one. So it looks like uh, good roads. I mean, you can see it, but you know, you can see that there is a little snow on the sides and uh, you know, it's going to have ice and yeah, there we go. There and is. there it was, it was a bridge also. And this person is lucky that the Ooh. semi didn't just hit them. That was a, I mean, that was truly a nice little 360 there, but mm -hmm. that is not something you want to be doing. And thank goodness they didn't get hit by that semi or someone else. Yes. And this is the first time I've seen this. So I haven't seen any of these videos like Gary showing because this is uh Unfortunately, we see this stuff mm -hmm. and uh, maybe with some dash cam videos if we can at some point and try and show those. But these are just some that you found. Yeah. You yeah. know, these are just uh, civilians out there driving around that have cameras in their car and they were able to uh, crazy, you know, have these. So. Um, so you're saying clear one. roads are not if, if I can see the pavement, I can't go, you know, the speed limit or above. Right. That is uh, too fast for conditions because we have possible black ice. Yes. Yes. And you it know? does happen where I think a lot of people get overconfident because you start to see. Oh, now I can see the roadway. Yeah, there's snow all over, but that means mm -hmm. I can speed down the road. No, no, right. that's the road is still slick mm -hmm. and you need to be prepared for those incidents where you may have to stop quickly. You may have to avoid something. Uh, a driver like that who just happens to lose control. Uh, think beyond yourself as well. Mm -hmm. If that driver doesn't have good tires, again, tires, yes. has bald tires, spins out. You need to be able to safely get around them as well. If you hit them, you could be in violation of the law. You may get a ticket too because you mm -hmm. should have been able to control your car. Yeah. And if you notice, this was not on a curve. It was straight yep. and that can still happen. So they weren't doing anything, just driving along and they lost traction. So those are the kind of things we're seeing there. So let's take a look at another one here. So again, you can see the road just kind of wet, it looks like. But these are the things you have to be careful of because look what's going to come up here. You've got some snow and stuff and ice, and then you have a yeah. car that almost got hit again. And I think that's another semi filming it based on so, the angle. I think that was a semi. And it could be, you know, and I don't, I don't want to get hit by anybody, no. but definitely not a semi or some big rig that comes up on you, even a, a big truck. Well, even wet, you know, we're talking, I mean, slush can be some of the more dangerous stuff too, mm -hmm. as, it, as it starts to thaw your tires cannot push enough of that out of the way, way and it kind of compacts it slash pushes it. So it can create a really slippery patch when mm -hmm. you hit those slushy areas. So yeah. that's almost more dangerous at times. Right. And there can still be a, a patch of ice underneath those yes. things that you can't see. So again, black ice, can't see it. That's why we don't do those speed limits. And, and everybody thinks that it's 65, it's 75. I can do no. that. And it's not because if we give you a ticket, it's going to be too fast for conditions. Yeah, it's a posted speed limit. If you read the laws like we do and study them, um, it is for clear, dry roadways. And, you know, everything's going well. And that is the posted speed limit, not minimum. Um, <laughs> but if the weather changes, that means the speed limit has been reduced and the safe speed has changed. So that speed limit sign kind of really is not really applicable at that. So you need mm -hmm. to be going slower than that. I love the variable speed limit signs that we have around yes. in some areas that that are electronic and they actually change so we can show people more of the safe speed right um, and get them to realize yeah that that hard sign that posted sign is not applicable in that mm -hmm. weather and even then on those uh, signs like that that may be set up you know 20 minutes ago but the road is deteriorated again yes. and you still need to continue to slow down and make sure so you need to be able to stop for whatever reason you have whether it's a debris a car on the roadway or the conditions are just getting too bad. Well, personally, I would rather just slow down by 
10, 15 miles an hour, whatever it is, you know, for that time, mm -hmm. rather than get in a crash and then really get slowed down or hurt. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's pretty basic. It is. All right. So let's go take a look at another one here. All right. So another one here, you've got bad roads, people going too fast. And Ooh. this guy just loses it because look at all the stuff that's on the road. They're lucky going down that embankment. They didn't roll as mm -hmm. well. I mean, that's, we see that a lot too, where losing control of the car, you know, you go down an embankment and they've rolled and somebody's really hurt now because they've hit a tree and rolled all yeah. because of, again, going too fast, that's overconfidence. Yeah. A lot of these that we're showing here are, are what you call the, if you have to, the better crash because it's just yeah. not as uh, jarring and de devastating as some of those other ones. So uh, we're just going to keep showing some other ones here. There's another one. So now you see people on the left side of the road with their cars and they're outside of the vehicle. And look what happens with this rider truck. Mm. It a sheet of ice car. too. Yeah. I mean, you see the pavement, but obviously it's just ice. Yeah. You can see how they're spinning. And it just took their car that was blocking and them thank and goodness they're alive. took it right off there. Yeah. And that's one of those things I always tell people. Um, if you can stay in your vehicle, yes. if, but if it is so dangerous to be in the vehicle, then get out of the car, get off the road, get away from the roadway so that you don't have something like this. Yeah. Happen. And if there's a barrier guardrail, something off the, the side, get well behind that, get away, but still pay attention because somebody may be sliding out and they were going too fast coming up where that was their out and they panicked and they're going toward you. You try and stay in your vehicles because it's designed to protect you. You have all these things for design for a crash that automakers make. Um, but yes, it can be dangerous being in your car, but then you need to get away from it. You should not be ever standing out on the roadway like that. No. You get killed doing that. Yeah, your body just can't handle a car coming up on it like that. So No, and I think as we're looking at this too, um, I think it's important that, you know, this is SUVs, cars, everybody that we're talking to. This is not uh, just limited to a certain type of driver. Because mm -hmm. yes. we, we hear that a lot, <laughs> yeah. right? I've got four-wheel drive and I can do it. No. Yes, you have four-wheel drive. Terrific. I hope you have great tires on there too, but that is not going to help you stop any better in a lot of these situations. And yes, it may help you stop shorter if you've got tires, you have the, you know, properly set up, you're paying attention, all that. But it's not going to make a huge difference if you are two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive um, when you're needing to make those evasive maneuvers. So yes, it'll help you get going, but we just remind you to be cautious no matter what you're driving. Mm -hmm. And both of us have been on those uh, snowstorms along the interstate and had plenty of, of four-wheel drive vehicles off the side of the road or in crashes. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. And it's, I'll also throw out, it's not just four-wheel drive versus two-wheel drive. It's also the whole in-state, out-of-state argument that we yeah, always hear. No. <laughs> yes, some people aren't used to the snow as much, but Colorado drivers crash quite a bit mm -hmm. as well as out-of-state drivers. So you can't blame it on one, on any certain group. Uh, everybody needs to drive with caution and the snow rain, all of that is going to reduce your, your traction on, on the roadway. All right. One last one. And, uh, we're going to look at this one. So this one spells disaster before you even see it. He's going really fast around a curve. Yeah, We've got snow. Yeah. He's never going to make that. And look at this. And I'm going to say for the situation, they're pretty fortunate that wasn't worse. And thank goodness nobody else was coming the other direction. Uh, because that, mm -hmm. that happens as well. So well, if you, Yeah, you do actually have a car coming, but he's got enough distance right, that's exactly. not there. Yeah, yeah. So if it had been right there, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's curves. It's it's just preparing for the unexpected and giving yourself more time, slowing down. And we, you know, we preach it like crazy, but slow down and give yourself extra time. That means following distance 
in case somebody does spin out like this, that you've got some space to react. You're going slow enough that you can, you know, safely slow down and take some evasive maneuvers if you have to yourself. So that's the things that we, you know, we, we preach it in dry roads, but really is important when inclement weather strikes. So we have the holidays coming up and uh, Thanksgiving is our next one. And so we're going to have a lot of people that are traveling. Yep. And so this is what we really, you know, are always concerned about is that if you are going to travel, take, you know, heed of what we've shown you here, the advice we've given you and keep those speeds down and be prepared if you do get stuck. Right. If you're trying to rush that uh, pie over to a family house or something, I believe it or not, it can be a couple minutes slower and it's worth, you know, driving it to drive like you know you we tell people stuff this like drive like your your grandmother's in the car holding a cherry <laughs> pie and you know a, a casserole or something like that and just pretend like she's in the car the whole time how would you drive with her in the car well that's how you should be driving yes. very cautiously take your time and then uh, make it there safely yeah. and and we know you know some people aren't going to be traveling during the holidays to, to family gatherings but we know mm -hmm. people are still going to be out on the roadway in general um even just making those essential trips so just just be careful yeah and, you know, I was driving down the road today just, and I'll tell you with Thanksgiving coming up, I was a little shocked, a little disappointed. Uh, people have their Christmas lights up and on already. Yeah, I agree. I'm, a lot of people in my neighborhood have already started to put them up and I'm okay with that. Just don't turn them on yet. I think, you know, there's always, I think there's an unwritten rule of after Thanksgiving. Yes. And I mean, I drove by this guy's house and I'll show you the picture here. And that's what made me start thinking about this again is like, it's my pet peeve, you yeah. know, give it time. You know, I understand, you know, the commercialism of as far as businesses need right. to get it going before Halloween. Which no, I think it started with. in August. I think August, <laughs> you start going to the stores and you start hearing the Christmas music. And mm -hmm. I am sorry, retail employees. I worked in retail. It is, uh, you know, the, those songs <laughs> get really rough and seeing it earlier and earlier every year now is is got to be tough. But yeah, I think it's on mm -hmm. 1201. Right after Thanksgiving, 12.01 a.m. Yeah, then you can have them Flip up. on those lights. That's right, you know. Uh, and then right after Christmas, flip those lights no, off. No, I say I go a little bit longer. I would You're go till New Year's New personally. Year's. Um, or my neighbor, you know, her birthday's shortly after. So she keeps her stuff up a little longer. Christmas lights for your birthday. Well, okay. yeah, it's right around the season. So we'll let that one slide. But in general, I'd say New Year's. Because mm -hmm. you can give a little leeway. Yeah. They're already up. Okay. And then... You don't have to take them down if the weather's bad. We don't want you falling, you know. But I don't want to see them up there the 4th of July either, okay? No. You know, it's like if they're sitting up there hanging, that, no, just, it's not a one-time leave them up the rest of your life. You have well, you know, when I moved into my my previous house, I, I tried to decorate this pine tree that we had, and I looked in the tree, and there were still Christmas lights from the previous people <laughs> that they just left in the tree. Um, so at that point, I think they just became part of the tree. Say, well, maybe at that point, they they realized they couldn't get back. They're just grown the in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't leave them up. Take them up, take them down as well. You know, we'll we'll disagree a little bit on right after Christmas, yeah, but okay. you know, somewhere around that time frame. I think that's the that's unwritten right. rule. You guys may think different. Um, you know, let us know your opinion because this may just be us. Maybe we're just crazy, but I think mm -hmm. I think it's coming earlier and earlier. You got to. You got to also, it, personally, I think you got to live in the moment a little more, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you got to- Enjoy it. Yeah, quit looking forward to, oh, Christmas is here. And then, oh, we got to look beyond that. Remember, take the time to enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, enjoy those times together mm -hmm. and not always just looking three months down the roadway because then you miss out on the current. It's kind of soapbox there, but I would that's just right. say that too. That no, that's good. So, all right. Well, that's uh, pretty much our show for this time. We've uh, Hopefully you guys have learned some stuff on it. And uh, we will be back here again next month. We're also on Spotify. 
and uh, come and check all of our stuff out. Yeah, and make sure uh, as you watch our podcast, there is a playlist set up so you can catch our previous podcasts as well. Make sure that you subscribe and click that notification bell so you're actually getting notified of all, all of our either podcasts or other videos. Um, and we always appreciate when you uh, comment. We try and if you look at us, uh, our previous videos, we try and interact with you. We want to we wanna be open and, and this is our time to really answer your questions and everything. So please comment, like, subscribe, all that. We appreciate it. Um, we obviously don't get you know, paid, uh, we don't get ad revenue or anything, but we do this, uh, for, right. for you to be able to watch and enjoy. I'm still going for my 1 million subscribers, but, uh, keep that going. All right. Until next time, stay safe. Take care.